What day is it today? Oh, 17th. No, it's the 17th. It's the 15th. It's payday. <laughs> I've never been. Uh, Fuck. This, this corporation. I've never been paid. I've never been paid. Uh, this corporation. Shall we start it now? Let's go. Let's well, get. What is going on, everyone? And you, sexy mofo's. Today is Wednesday, March fifteenth, twenty seventeen. It's almost St. Patty's Day. This is Fargini. This is Pedro. I'm Alejandro, and let's talk about cars. You go hit it, Pedro. We're this just, is the this this yeah. gong is well, the worst. Why gong. why can we just put a hand underneath it no, when we on. know this first is gonna of all, happen? Guys, first of all, you, you you hit the gong from the back. You don't gong from the back. You always, you you always gong, gong you, from you the always, front. No, you always gong from the back. No, you oh. always gong in the. Have you ever seen an oh. '80s martial arts movie? You gong from the front. Yeah. Period. Actually, Pedro does a lot more gonging than us, so maybe we should listen. To <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna lay the gong down for now. <laughs> I'm gonna that's lay what, it down. That's what he says when he gets home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna lay down the gong. <laughs> All right, so welcome to today's podcast, guys. It's been a few weeks since we've actually been in the studio. We apologize for that, uh, but we were still able to crank out some sort of content. It may not have been useful, but. Hey, we're but, we're hey, still working on it. Hey, <laughs> hey, we're doing our best over here. But I, I wanted to hop into some personal topics. I know that everybody likes that, and it helps us warm up. Uh, I see that Alejandro is already uh, juiced up with his Corona. <laughs> Pedro is so jealous. I found these Corona in the fridge when we came in here. All of our shit was put in a box already again because we were about to be fired right when we walked in, <laughs> and we just convinced him to let us stay. So open the fridge, found the Corona, put it out. I'm like, all right, it's just going to sit here. I'm going to go get a coffee. It was a mess in the kitchen. I'm not saying it was a mess. It was a lot of people. I don't like to, like, just wait for things. So what I did was I went to the fridge. I looked for another piece of coffee. There was a Corona. Took it. And it was the only one. And honestly, very selfishly, I didn't ask anyone if they wanted it. And I think that's perfect. No, fine. you just did the most stereotypical Mexican thing that yeah, you could possibly really do. Like you it. just went straight for the Corona. Now, Let me later this afternoon, hear. when it gets hotter, you can go out and do yard work. Let, like, oh, I mean, you just, oh, oh. You're, you're, you're going straight for it every time. Let me see if you can By hear way, his, me enjoy his, this. His Corona mm-hmm. radar, just like he came in the room and he goes, he goes, I sense something. And he opened it up. He's like, ah, Corona. That's what it was. It's my Mexican be a superpower. Yeah. By the way, when I was playing college baseball, we used to uh, we used to drink late in the evenings after we worked out because we thought that the adding the extra calories like helped you helped you after your workout. It was like a good post workout thing. <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very white. Uh, it was a very good way of convincing yourself that it was okay to have the beer. So yeah, good for you. So I, I know that you were hungry, and the beer was the best that you could do right that, now. This is all I'm going to eat today, guys. <laughs> it really is. Bag, bagels and beers. By the way, all it really my nutritious, is. All <laughs> my nutritious, nutritiousness comes out of this. All right, well, let's hop into it, guys. What was the re- worst wreck that you've ever got into First driving? Of all, we, what's going we've on? We've all but... gotten into a wreck, right? Yeah. Yes, I have. Yes. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Even Francesca, have you gotten into a wreck? Oh. Okay, oh. Francesca is not. Okay, so she obviously is not going to make it to the podcast today. <laughs> but Fargini, I, I'm curious to know yours. Okay, uh, t- quick story. Um, in the early 90s, there was a car called the Dodge Stealth, twin turbo stealth. What do you call a car that out accelerates a Ferrari Testarossa or a Lotus Esprit? Out corners a Porsche Carrera. Has been called the affordable Ferrari by Motor Trend was named one of the world's top 10 performance car values. You call it the Dodge Stealth RT Turbo. We all remember that. Yes. Which was a 3000 GT. At the time, yep. 300 horsepower, all-wheel drive, four-wheel steering. My wife uh, had that car. Well, she had the 3000 GT. You're saying that car four-wheel steering? Four-wheel steering. It had four-wheel steering. Are you sure? I'm, I'm pretty positive I had four-wheel steering. Because okay. I, would, I, would, I would on the highway like show people, like, watch this. I don't even know what I was doing. But I was like, watch this four-wheel <laughs> steering. <laughs> okay. Um, so it had all the stuff. So my dad, by the way, I don't even know why my dad got me one, but he he got me one. And um, I had one, and I was working at the Mercedes dealership, and they, they had just traded in a, a, a much nicer Stealth. And I told my dad about that one. He's like, all right, we'll, we'll buy that one as well. He goes, I just have one favor of you. Sell the old one. Don't drive the new one. Sell it. Sell the old one. And then you can have the new one. I'm like, no problem, Dad. First day, car gets to the house. I'm like, tell, I tell my friend and my half-brother. Let's go for a ride to the valley to some place to get an exhaust. This and that. Because why wouldn't? <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't? So we yeah. get in the, we get in the new car, right? We drive to the valley. We talk to the guy about a new exhaust, and the guy says to me, "He goes, hey man, this car is really fast. Be careful, man." I'm like, I got this. Cut to we're on Sepulveda, and there's this crazy turn, right? I'm like, I got this. Wait, the one that entered the freeway. 
No, there's a there is a um, before Skirball. Okay. When you're on Sepulveda, there's mm-hmm. a tunnel. Yeah. You come out of the. Oh yeah yeah, you, yeah yeah yeah. There was a nasty. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah 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 yeah. But he goes through the right. Okay. So I'm like, all right. I'm like, guys. I literally said, watch this. Uh oh. You never in a car say watch this. That's it, rule number li- one to everyone out there listening. You do not. You do not stay in the car when someone says watch this, and you do not go no, watch this. <laughs> yeah, you open exactly. the door, jump and roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you might as well. I go watch this. Put it into second, full throttle. The boost kicks in, kicks the car out. I don't know how to drive properly. I hit the brakes, which is the worst oh! thing. Which is the worst thing. The car catapults itself to the opposite lane. Some guy in a Porsche 924 is coming to that turn and he can't see anything. Boom, we collide. The stealth is done. The Porsche is incin- like it's gone. Did you have insurance? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about that too. Okay. Then the guy is like laying there like this. The ambulance comes, and the guy's like, uncom- it, it was a bad, bad scene. Oh. Right? It was a bad wreck. So huh? he, he, like, he was alive. Everything was good. We get home, and I get home, and the tow truck's like behind us, and we hear beep, beep. He's in the car. <laughs> my dad comes out, and my dad's a he was a big dude, very scary dude, right? You know how your parents. When they don't say anything to you, when they're mad at you, That's it's even the worst. worse. Yes. He doesn't say anything to me. He goes, come in the house. Uh-oh. We sit down. The only thing he said to me, he goes, why did you take your brother in the car? Because it was my half-brother, his son yeah. from another like per- yeah, person. From another mother. He didn't give a shit about me. He didn't give a shit about, about the, the car. Step. He's like, what why? Yeah, because, because now his wife is going to be like, why did Farsha take Fabio well, in the Well, hang on, hang car? on. You've been married before, right? Yeah, I think yeah. we've heard that once or twice of on the course. show before. <laughs> yes, of yes, course. yes, 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 yes. Uh, and, and that was it. And literally, like all within like him saying, don't drive the car, the same day, we get in the car. Guy goes, be careful. I go, watch this. To coming home, my dad going, why did you put your brother in the car? But that's oh. what I'm saying. You've been married before, right? Yeah. Yep. What would your ex-wife do if you did that? Oh, Can you imagine the yeah, shit you would yeah, hear? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. now you, you understand I your dad, right? You're right. like, yeah, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah, that would have been horrible. Yeah, because yeah, compl- I'm his son. So he'd have been like, if I got killed, he'd be like, yeah, it was my own it's son. My <laughs> it's like someone, it's like it's someone like, oh, else. It's like now I got to hear this. Yeah, exactly. So that's... That's a story of uh, my. What about you, uh, by, by the way, the, watch this. That's the first thing that yeah. any Mustang driver says before an accident, <laughs> yeah, yeah, happens, yeah, yeah. right? Watch, yeah. Well, hang on, <laughs> so, like the video that someone shared with us this morning. Yes, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> it, that, it, wasn't mean, v, it wasn't even a. It wasn't even a. No, that's literally evidence. So the watch yeah. this. Do not yeah. stay in the car when you hear watch this, should, and do not do it yourself. Should, should that be a new shirt? Watch this. <laughs> oh, there you <laughs> go. Watch this. That's Pedro? actually a that's a good one. TM. Trademark. Verbal. Trademark. <laughs> so the the worst wreck that I was ever in, I actually wasn't driving. Um, I, I was a passenger, and uh, it was half a lifetime ago. And I was a, I was a teenager, and a bunch of friends of ours went out to a, a lake house, and it was it was just us. We brought a, a bunch of beer. The beer ran out. All that was left in the weekend house was Zima's. <laughs> Found some Jolly Ranchers. Oh, my God. Oh, them. that's where he knows. That's, that's where, where he, he knows, knows that. Okay, okay. That's not the only place I know Jolly Ranchers and Zimas. <laughs> okay. trust, trust me. Trust me. Uh, so we had we had so many Jolly Ranchers and Zimas. Uh, my friend Drew was out there. That was his place. And he had a, uh, I want to say it was a brand new Ford F-150. It was when they had like the rounded kind of model. Like it was very like curvy kind of kind of look you're talking about 2003 2001 i I think i think it was around then like the it was a brand new so 2001 i mean i was a sophomore junior in high school okay so that that that, goes to speak about how irresponsible we were um so anyways his girlfriend leaves breaks up with him and he's like distraught he's like so upset that weekend that weekend that weekend (laughs) breaks up with him you're going to the lake house he's he's extremely upset he goes outside and all of a sudden i hear the the car come on and i know that he's hammered everybody knows that he's hammered and he he starts he starts to leave and everybody looks at me like i'm supposed to do something i'm fucking trashed and i'm like drew wait and i run out i run out there to be the hero and i open the passenger door and i hop in it in with him and i say where do you want to go oh no no why so we go driving around the lake and a deer runs across and it's a dirt road like it's almost like a levee bank along the lake a deer runs across the road he tries to overcorrect. He spins, and luckily, we turned away from the uh, away from the lake and on the other side, and just completely head on with a tree. Ugh. 
the last the the first thing that I remember is like that waking up after being unconscious. The horns just going crazy. Airbags are everywhere, and we uh, we get out of the car and we run back to the lake house. And because of because um, of who his dad is and what he what he does in the community, they were basically able to sweep it. Under, Pablo Escobar sweep sweep it under <laughs> sweep it under the rug. He had a new truck within a week. Oh. And, yeah, good it, for him and good it, for you that it, nothing it, it, happened. Honestly, it was it was it was a lot of privilege. Like it was a nice it was a nice privilege because any if I did that here in LA now, I would be in jail. You know, like, or if I did that anywhere because I'm Mexican. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that, or half of it. But that was that was the worst wreck. I mean, other other than that, the only other wreck I was in is I wasn't paying attention in the in a Walmart parking lot and I just ran right into another <laughs> car. <laughs> that, that's that, that one you may not want to tell. Yeah, yeah, don't don't yeah. tell anyone. No, no, no. The shit that yeah. happens in Walmart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll exactly. keep it out of here. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Keep it in. Keep it in. <laughs> it's uh, private. It's private property. It's private property, so it's good. Okay. Uh, what about me? I mine just comes attached to a very embarrassing car that I had. Uh, so right before leaving Mexico, ah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get eaten alive because there's ah, uh, I had an Audi TT, and S O K T T. Hey, we're we're not judging here, right? This is a safe nest, yes. circle of trust. I can trust you guys. Kind of. No. Okay. Kind of. Fine. Fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> I had an Audi TT right before I left Mexico, and uh, in good old fashioned car guy thing, I put like. Uh, Remus exhaust in it, and I chipped it, and I changed the turbocharger on it, and it had like 300 to 400 horsepower. I can't remember. It was crazy. And one day I was driving down the road in Mexico City, and I'm I'm going to make a left turn, but there's this person in front of me who was just fucking everything up for me. He's not letting me go left. He's not letting me go right. He's going so slow, but he's making sure that he's taking over every single lane. So I think, you know, it'd be super cool if I go... On, we were about to hit a light, and we are going to make a left. And I thought to myself, it'd be super cool if I go around them right last second, drift the car, and I just power slide through it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Mind you, this is why I don't play with those things anymore on the street. And that I used to be a fucking dick all the time, and I used to do that. This is the one used that made me. Well, this is the one that made me stop doing it in public. <laughs> well, not being a dick. Just oh, okay. driving yeah, like that's this. That's what I was yeah, yeah, No, don't worry about that. That still happens. <laughs> uh, so I, I decided that's a great idea. I, I fucking... Pre- like, just press on the gas, throw the car in the left, try to get the steering wheel back, and then something just goes really, really wrong in the middle of that. Car goes out of control, of course, completely skipping that person, so I didn't hit that car. My car loses control. I kind of, like, have it. I press the brakes last second, and I'm thinking, I'm not going to crash. And my car's heading towards a tree. I don't see that the tree is that close, so I'm like, oh, it's going to be fine. And before you know it, all of the airbags come out. They burn my hand. They hit me in the nose. And I, I just remember, like, all the powder that came out from it. Yeah. I get out of the car, and the car is literally untouched. What? But in the fucking tree had, like, a dick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Francesca. <laughs> it had, like, a dick that was coming out. And it literally went straight through my uh, front bumper and hit the fucking sensor for the airbag. Oh, oh no way. I've, dude, I've been swiped all of my life, motherfucker. <laughs> the car had nothing, nothing on it. When I, when he went to the dealership, the guy was like, what the fuck did you do? But the airbag came out. Literally, <laughs> why did the airbag come out? Right, it right, just right. had a small hole, just and that's your, what did just it Just your luck. So I came out of the car when all of this is happening. I'm in a major street in Mexico. We were actually, you don't remember that street where we were sitting there for like 20 minutes to go, like 10 Yeah, yeah, I remember that street. 10 feet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right on that street, that's where I crashed. And... Uh, I'm sitting there. There's a lot of traffic coming. I don't know what to do. I get out of the car. I look at the car. I'm like, fuck, nothing happened to the car. How did this happen? And all of a sudden, I feel water running through my hands, and it's just blood everywhere oh. from all the skin that got ripped off from the airbags. And then I go, fuck. Some guy comes running from like the cars that were at the light, comes running. He's like, are you okay? And I go, no, I'm not okay. And I kick my car, and right then, my nose just starts bleeding what like a motherfucker. F- yeah. A uh, couple of cops showed up. They were super nice. They were like, let me help you. They moved the car. They put it on the side of the road, and they were like, just good luck with everything. And give me a little money. No, 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 no. They were super <laughs> cool. They were super cool. They just left me on the side of the road just bleeding. Uh, they really were. I'm just... <laughs> 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 they just couldn't be there because then they would have had to arrest me because in Mexico, if you crash against a tree, you're destroying the nation. And Get there's the a thing. F- At uh, least when I lived there, that's how it was. Yeah. So that's the worst wreck I've been involved. Thank God. Which is not really a wreck. Yeah, there's a weird circumstance. Like, this, is, okay. this is why I hate this, this trees with know, dicks. This is how you know if the, if the wreck is worthy of a story. <laughs> yes. Did it end up on the Carfax of the car? 
There was in Mexico. There's no Carfax. <laughs> there's, there's no car, there's no Carfax. Car. Uh, I don't know. There's no, no car. That? Anything. No. Okay, no. 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 In Mexico, you just uh, have to ask it. God bless you. Hey, coche. Coche. I, I don't know if now. I don't know if now. But back in the day, it was like not. you crash your car. Hopefully, no one else will notice. Yeah, that, that's what There's it was. No you want to find somebody that was nothing. reputable enough to make it look like it never nothing. happened. But yeah. I, I also love how uh, Alejandro sprinkles in the shitty cars he used to own in the past. Like, he won't just tell us all the cars. He's like, oh, by the way, guys, I yeah. had a TT hey, also. That's hey. like in last week's podcast where he, like, ambiguously stopped at 65 was his number. Just so, like, if, <laughs> yeah, it's like, if, if we're yeah, keeping yeah. track of the <laughs> yeah, cars yeah. that he yeah. adds up. We're, like, we're, we're with you all day. We know all these. What, what is the next subject, guys? <laughs> what, what are we talking about hey, next? by the way, his Corona's going down. So let's. Let's no. go to the good stuff. Listen, no. listen. I, I have one other wreck to talk about. Okay. okay, one other wreck. Hit it, Pedro. And it happened last week when we were at Canapa Motorsports. <laughs> I know what this is. I know, I know where this is going. I know where this is going. Unfortunately, many people saw in the edit that I ran into my favorite car, the Porsche 356 Speedster. Wow. I don't recall seeing that, but a lot of people were. Commenting. I actually, I, I saw. Yeah, I know. I know what they're talking about. I was I sitting. On the... I was sitting there explaining the car, and I was walking backwards, doing a walk and talk, and I just run right into it. Thank God that these cars, the paint that they're that they're made of, then is so durable. <laughs> like that lead paint. Does not it's not gonna chip. It <laughs> might give you cancer, but wait, wait, it will uh, not have chip. Have we checked? Uh, do we, have we got any invoices? No, no, no. We're no, good. Let me see. Let me no, see. No, let me no, see. No, no. Uh, no invoices so far. We're in the okay. clear. Um, unfor- unfortunately, I do have to say this as well. That was not the only one that oh. I ran into. <laughs> so what you're saying is that now wherever we I'm not go, gonna we're say gonna have... what I'm not gonna say what the other one was because I don't I don't want anything. We're yeah, gonna yeah, have yeah, to yeah. put some bumper bumpers on you. No, 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 no. The radar thing when it gets too close. But, but at, at Canapa, man, th- that place was amazing. Like, I, I, I want us to talk a little bit about that because there were a lot of people that were upset that we didn't mention some other cars that, that were in there. We had no time. Yeah, they're they're like, you, no walk, time. you walked no by this S2 4200. No, the Ford RS200. That's yeah. the one they're talking about. They're yeah. and, extremely and, upset we didn't talk about also, that car. And also, just so people know, we, we walked. We saw every car. We were car guys. We enjoyed every fucking car. And yeah. then we decided what to shoot. And we were like, this is the only thing that's going to make it because that's what we think will make it. If we had an hour long to yeah. shoot whatever, then that's another story. But we, we just have to go and, and on. Also yeah. just, just so you guys know, one of the people showing us around actually told us we only have 15, 20 minutes to go look at the car. Yeah, yes. like that. But he, he, did extend, he did extend the time another 15 minutes to tell us a story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, Which I, was he's an like, epic story. Yeah, oh, I'm, was I'm, I'm actually win. glad he told us that story. He actually gets the, the exactly the opposite of the swipe. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. He, that guy. Yeah, yeah, Completely yeah. the opposite. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. Yeah. Were, were there any other cars other than that RS200 that like stuck out to you that you wanted, <sighs> that you wanted to talk about that you didn't get a chance? Selling their dream. Can oh, the Chazetta. The Chazetta, man. Oh, yeah. That Barsha, the moment he saw that I, car, I, he creamed himself. I, yeah, I and then he, believe, creamed, he didn't I, know I, what I to do. I couldn't believe that I got to Can you explain a little bit of what that car is? Okay, or just let me was. tell you why I know about this car. Okay, Please. Back in the day, there used to be a show on Discovery, I believe, called Beyond Tomorrow or Beyond 2000. Something like that, like Beyond Tomorrow. And they would show, like, future cars, this and that. So they cut together future planes, cars, and, like, technology in a VHS tape that you can buy. I remember ordering the tape, and I had to wait six weeks. By the way, now I know why they did that. I know, I know why they did that. I know why they did that now. You get all the orders in. And then and you like make the, the tape. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the, the VHS tape comes in. I watched, and I learned about the Chisetta in this, in this video. So okay. Giorgio Moroto is a musician, composer. Uh, I think he did something with Daft Punk, like a legendary guy. And he was involved with creating this Chisetta. Uh, 16-cylinder, the... The engine is transversely. No one talks about this car because the Bugatti was in everyone's eyes the yeah. first sixteen cylinder yeah. and the only one too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, this yeah, is yeah. good. That's so why it, we're bringing yeah, it, it was up. A, it was a twelve, and I, I don't know all the story, but like it was involved the Lamborghini. It was supposed to be the Diablo, and then this and this. But I just it's amazing that a musician was involved in a car with sixteen cylinders. Well, sixteen cylinders, and then the way they place the engine because the, yeah. it doesn't go in line back. It, it's, it's like a, sideways. Tra- yeah, it's per- it's transverse, perpendicular, uh, perpendicular. They call it a transversely mounted. Uh, transversely I have mounted. No engine. idea yeah. what they call it, but it yeah, was yeah. awesome. Lamborghini to used to it. do that. Uh, um, the Chisetta did it, whereas like Lamborghini, it's this way. Yeah, 
No, yeah, it's, yeah, so it's like if, if uh, for the, for those of you that are listening, uh, the way that a V eight is in the engine is in the engine bay. If you basically turned it ninety degrees, so basically, yeah, yeah it's normal. An engine is normally looking like north to south. If you're looking at a car, for example, without w- wondering where north to south is, and then if you change it from uh, uh, east to west, yeah, and also that yeah. that adds complexity to the transmission. Now the transmission's got to be oh hell yeah, no, no, no. When I saw complex, that and you were yeah. telling me about the car, I was blown away by everything that uh, was. Uh, surrounding the making of that car and the existence of that car because I had never heard about it. I wish we could have heard that car, like, alive because I I have a feeling that with him being a composer and into sounds and everything, that that would be, like, a giant point of interest for him. No, I didn't even think about that, but, yeah, I mean... Now that you're saying that, I'm pissed that we did. All right, we're going back back. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. What about you guys? What did you guys... That stood out. I, I I mean, there were so many things, right? Like yeah. the nine, 917s to me, period. By the way, he said plural, 917s. There were, what, three? Two or three, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two or three 917s. Yeah. And he races them, too. Bruce Canepa. Like, that's fucking crazy. They were telling he us. raises a 917. Those cars, just for those of you guys who are uh, listening, those are, like, between 20 and $30 million. And whatever, up, yeah. you want it, whatever you want that price to be. And he races his fucking car on the track. Yep. That's yeah. pretty gangster. We, we, I, over, you, I overheard them saying... Uh, Every night he takes a different car home, whether he has to test it or he wants to experience it. Like, how baller is yeah. that? You're like, today I'm taking the Chizetta. Tomorrow yeah. I'm taking the Bugatti. Like, to me, it's like, today I'm taking the Jetta. Tomorrow I'm taking the Passat. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> and then the Smart. <laughs> the, the other car that stood out to me that we didn't get to talk about was the, uh, the I'm going to call it the Vino Tinto Edition 959. Oh, yeah. Which, which we found out that is an original paint color, and it's a one-of-one is what they said. They're, that's the only one in the world that has painted that color. PTS, baby. Yeah, it's beautiful. Amazing. Beautiful. Yeah, amazing. Uh, any other exciting news that you want to talk about from Canapa? If not, I'm going to move on to... No, let's move on to the next because we saw okay. it already on film. Yeah. Well, we had another crash. I mean, this is full of crashes this oh, week. Boy. I mean, like, this, this oh, is boy. so many crashes. The drone. I told you that's why I secluded hey, myself. Just so you guys know, everything. just so you guys know, uh, we were in the hotel room. Yes, we, we wanted to do the podcast. Pedro had an idea where he was going to use the drone as tr- a tripod. Mode, no, no, right? no, no, I, I, no, I, no. I wasn't. I wasn't going to use that to actually film the podcast. That, that was never the intentions because the sound would have been way, I so thought, shitty. I thought that was the case. No, no he just no. wanted to take. A I picture. wanted to take a picture of us oh, setting up for the podcast. That's why I got my video. By the way, that's why I video. I was just like, I don't think this is going to work and it's not going to go end well. I was like, hey, do you mind if I videotape? No, either and way, it was not going to end well. And I knew doing it indoors, I needed to put it in tripod mode. But when I when I launched it and, it, and, I, and I took off, I didn't have enough time to actually put it into tripod mode to 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 keep it steady, it just immediately started drifting because it was it was not able to read any GPS signals. It was in addy mode, and so because I did not calibrate it, it was just like drifting through the air. And then boom, there's my tripod. Boom, there's a frame on the boom. Window. There's a Mexican. <laughs> it came, it came, it the came mo- straight the for you. The moment that fucking thing went up in the air, it kind of like locked eyes with me. If that's possible. <laughs> And I just looked at that drone. I was like, "No, you motherfucker! <laughs> I'm not gonna do this with you." And then he just went to the right. Like, "Oh yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah we I'm are." Coming. Then he hits the camera. Like, yeah, yeah. "Oh, you ready, and motherfucker?" Then we up up in the frame. Once he eliminated his cameraman and his <laughs> did, own, like, did you see his, his reaction? Master. Well, he the drone eliminated its master. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All he had there was me. That's why I was hiding behind that pillow and then jumped off the bed because I knew he was gonna and, come after and, me and kill me. And the thing is, I didn't know what to be recording because you had your react. There's, there's reaction that people don't see that you I was just like dying from your reactions I was like what? what's more important Alejandro's reactions or this I, or? what I honestly was just waiting for was the fucking drone to come at me and I was just gonna block it with the pillow like super fast <laughs> that, that was at least my hope I couldn't be- I couldn't believe how indestructible that drone was 
Yeah. Like it, it met it met the tripod, it met the wall, it met the bed. It it, it didn't go down. It By the way, your, your your face, the first time it hits the camera, your reaction was like, "Okay, I can't save this. <laughs> I'm out. I'm he, out he of this situation." Out immediately. <laughs> I was, like, he's like, "I got a kid coming. I'm out." You I was, know, I, was I was completely disappointed. <laughs> I was I was extremely extremely disappointed, and and I, I feel like I let myself down. I'll be honest. No, I, but I but look like at the I great content. Look, look at my great jeans. Content. Yeah. yeah. What about my jeans? Your line at the end was just, "Oh my." Because the thing is, my I looked, jeans. Because I looked at you and you said, "My jeans," and then I looked down and I was like, I, "For one second, you thought like, that the drone." I was like, ripped "Holy them. shit! The drone really took it." <laughs> oh, oh. Was, I can't believe we have that on video. I know. It's so ever, good. Ever, ever. La- last thing that I want to touch on from last week is is the Tesla and, and that oh. 100D. Like I just. Uh, it was so amazing, and I, and I wish we could have taken out that car for a lot longer. Like yeah. really, like tried out the launch control. How good are, are electric cars for real? So delicious. At least Teslas. That's, How good that are changed they? that changed my perspective perspective on the power delivery and putting the power down on an electric car. And I finally got to experience 100 Ds, which was amazing. Amazing. You know, <laughs> you know I always hey, wanted that. Every woman's dream. <laughs> yeah. They love electric cars. They do. It, it's, yep. a, it's a thing. Yep. It's yep. a thing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, officially moving on before we put ourselves into a scandal, we're going to talk about Ferrari's scandal. Ooh. Oh, from one Ooh. scandal to the next one. From one scandal to another. Uh, so what is happening here is uh, at Ferrari, I'm sure most of you guys have heard by now, but if you haven't, Ferrari is actually in deep doo-doo right now. They are getting sued by a former employee of a dealership in, uh, I want to say it's in Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, What he is suing for is the fact that Ferrari has a system where um, Ferrari will actually roll back the miles on their cars. And when he found out about that and, and it started coming to light, they fired him on the grounds of old age. So he he has now brought the suit to court, and he's going after Ferrari. And the strange thing about this, this isn't just some like rogue mechanic going in and you know knowing how to roll back the miles. He has an actual tool that was delivered from from Ferrari that once you once you activate it, it sends a signal to HQ that then they have to approve. So Ferrari, Corp- wait, that's a legitimate tool that they have outside. Okay. So there, so what you're saying is there's no trace of email or anything like that. So they can build a tool that no, pass no, on the no, information. No, no, but, but once a tool mm-hmm. is in there and you want to roll back, you have to send the signal to headquarters. But that's what I'm saying. Ferrari, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's Ferrari, called it's called the uh, it, the rollback Dace Tester D E I S Tester is what it's called Dace Tester. Um, and so he, he found out about he found out about one of his customers found out about this tool, went and and basically, basically bribed one of the technicians to use it on his car, which then gave him a million dollar surplus on his sale. Not bad, not fucking and, bad. And then when the that was brought happened. when that was brought to the the manager of the dealership, then that's when this this guy got fired. I, I want to say his name was Robert Root is, is the salesman that was fired. So it's a it's a huge scandal. I, what I what I can't understand right now is is how Ferrari is actually profiting off of this scandal. Is it something to make their customers happy? Or are they charging a premium well, to do this? That is the weird thing about this, right? And we all know Ferrari's not like, hey, you're my buddy. Let me give you the car and some money. Ferrari's definitely not that company. And also, can we talk about how many fucking shitty and shady things is Ferrari involved? At least. On what seems to be that everyone's coming after them. I'm not saying they are involved. I'm saying for what everyone alleges. Yeah, like the, you know, you're making more than the 499 cars that you're making. Or you're by, making by more way. of the TDA. All day, all day you, we, we all get messages. We're like, hey, I know this guy. He yeah. actually knows how many there are. I know, and, uh, I know. We like, get, I, we honestly get so many messages with people that say they even have been verifications for. And I'm not saying that it's real, but I'm saying we get. Uh, a lot of emails from people saying, oh, I have uh, proof, irrefutable, uh, uh, indisputable proof that Ferrari made way oh, more right. LaFerraris than you're saying, way more TDFs than they're saying. And now you're going into this, rolling back the miles. And again, Ferrari's not a company that will say, dude, you're my homie, let me give you the car. Ferrari's a company that's like, you're my homie, just buy these other three and I'll give you the car. You want the miles back? Okay, buy three California buy three more. <laughs> like, I mean, No, 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 but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so Ferrari's exactly definitely it. probably, if the guy was saying... Can you roll back my miles? One, either Ferrari is a part of the split profit, and they tell you, okay, your car is worth this right now, and after that, you're going to give us 50% of it or whatever. This, at least, is my business model for Ferrari, guys. Uh, I hope you guys... (laughs) (laughs) I hope Ferrari is doing this. And if not, just be like, oh, man, 
Of course we can roll back the miles on your car. Just, you know, just buy a California T. <laughs> just buy a 488. showroom that's been on there Just a buy a 488 Spider. Also, what about the FF that hasn't moved from the showroom? Just buy those cars, and then we'll roll back the miles for your car. Obviously, anything that makes financial it's a, sense. It's a mu- uh, Ferrari is a mutually mm. beneficial relationship. And now, yeah. and now, everyone that's involved with Ferrari also, a lot of the people that, uh, the big, big guys, Ferrari, it's always like weird, like... There's always There's something some about weird, it. There's yeah, something, not, not, yeah. something in the air about it, right? Do you agree now, Pedro? I, I, Since I, you're I, a Ferrari I, fan, how do you feel about the and, company? And are you now? still a Ferrari fan? Look, so I've never, I, and I've said this several times. I've never been a fan of Ferrari the company. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Ferrari's cars, like the the way that some of them make me feel. I, I don't. I don't enjoy the California. I'm not a huge fan of the La Ferrari, but I do like the Lusso. I do like the 488. I, I like. I like these these GT Cruisers, even if that's not what they they sell them as. Like, but that's what that's what they of feel course. like and no, what yeah. they make me feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, the the ethics and the morals and the things that are circling in the air right now and and the way that they're trying to keep things hidden and you have to be in this secret cult type of group and atmosphere to, to own a Ferrari is just fucking weird. It's not secret. It's just, if you're willing to overpay and buy all the dumb <laughs> shit that they want to get rid of, you'll be in the, yeah, but it's, it's, so it's almost like, Oh, we can't be a part of the Freemasons and all the, the elite of, of political government. So we're going to buy ourselves into this own exclusive club, this team Ferrari. And it's just, it's fucking weird. And, and the people feel to me, it feels super entitled, and yeah. and it's not a and that's not a good thing. That's you don't need your customer base to to feel that way. And even those who are entry level customers that are trying to find their way into Ferrari, you you don't want to train them to to be that type of person. You don't you don't need that for your business. That's not right. good. They do. They want it. You go to the dealership and you want to buy your first Ferrari. They tell you right off the flight you want to order one. They'll dick around with you. They'll bring you the car in two or three years. Yeah. And good luck if you got the right spec and, you know, everything. And then they'll say, oh, you want to buy another one? You got to buy an FF before you buy the other one. And it's always yeah. like that. It's always like you got to buy this. You got to buy that in order to buy that. And then at some point, everyone that has button, like everyone that has gotten one and every, there's too many people, they're like, you know what? We're not going to be able to give you this one. But on the next one, if you <laughs> yeah. buy three of these, we'll yeah. give you the next one. Always. I don't, my, I, I don't appreciate here's it. Here's my two cents on this. Yeah. <clears throat> if local dealerships on their own were, were doing this, rolling back miles, I'd be like, I totally understand it. That's fucked up business and shady people. Yes. But when you have corporate, if this is... Legit, legit, of course. If you have corporate approving, approving it. My, that's disgusting. That's the yeah, best here, way here, I can describe yes, it. Yes, uh, yeah. of course. Here's here's yeah. the biggest thing is because the guy buying it is the idiot paying more. I mean, and I'm sorry for the I mean, obviously that but, guy but is like, doing but, really well. But to me, to me, I think the worst thing a, a manufacturer can do is roll back miles without letting the next customer know. Well, 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 yeah, well, well what, what's happening now is that Ferrari is single handedly affecting the market supply and the market demand of cars which is not a good thing because if you look if you look at the ticket industry right like if somebody somebody is selling um dr dre tickets or or jay-z tickets right Mm -hmm. yes the jay-z's company or whoever's selling them Ticketmaster, they're selling the tickets for a hundred dollars they sell out like crazy but then they go on the secondary market and they're selling for a thousand dollars a ticket Ticketmaster is not receiving a cut of, of those ticket sales. Right. The person who originally bought them is receiving that cut. Correct. But now Ferrari is kind of meddling in that secondary resale oh, value I never of thought cars. Of it. Like yep. they, they are meddling with the resale value of cars, which is why your point makes sense as far as like if, if it's if it's actual dealerships that are getting getting involved, of course, because they they're the ones that are gonna wind up with the car back on their showroom floor. They need to move it, blah, blah, blah. But the actual manufacturer of that car. There's no business for them meddling in the resale value of, of the car because what, what they're trying to do is once they're involved with that, th- then they can set value on their next car that they're Oh, no, releasing. no, no. They're creating a fake bubble within ex- their industry. Exactly. Yeah. There's exactly. two companies that do that. We'll not talk about the first one, but Ferrari's definitely. If they're yes. doing this, you – Yes. There is no, there's no business for them to be in there and, and, and do no, that because disgusting. it yeah. – So what's the consensus uh, uh, altogether? What do you think if this if this happens to be real? Will that change anything you already know about Ferrari, or or will that do anything to you, Farsha? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm done. I'd I'd be done with them. I wouldn't give a shit about them. It's disgusting. What Take about you? Miles. 
I'm going to be able to get a 488 at an amazing, <laughs> like, amazing like, price. I love it. He's like, he's, like, he's like, please be found guilty, please. <laughs> this bubble is going to pop, and these prices are going to go down No, no, no. Everything's already down, dude. There was an no, Enzo that sold for 281 instead of I understand homie. that, but that is not the bottom. That We are not even close no, to the bottom. No, no, no. Wait, no. wait until the people who bought the cars with the roll. And, right like, now. When did all the 20 right lawsuits now. come in? Then yep. beep, boop, boop, boop. Wait, because that's going to be a class action lawsuit, because uh-huh. now as the second owner of a LaFerrari, you're immediately yeah. going to Mother. Everyone that has a LaFerrari today, I guarantee you, that didn't buy it from corporate, yeah. is wondering, fuck, is my car like uh, even, one of those even if you're not, car? Even if you're not wondering, you'll still go into the suit. You want to know, know how this uh, – so uh, McMillan, he's a former CEO of, I want to say, Sarah Lee. He's the one that, that, bri- that bribed the technician into using the tester. He found out about it because this salesman, Root, actually warned him, say, watch out for these couple oh. of Ferraris because they actually have rollback miles on them. And then he was like, oh, I can do that for my car. So that's when he went after it and, wow. and, and chased Chase the rabbit down the rabbit hole, essentially. Wow, and I actually know a dude that uh, uh, I remember him, like, telling me how many miles his Enzo had. And then, like, not that long ago, <laughs> so, made a video, like, oh, yeah, only has, like, these amount of miles. Like, but like, so I'm not sure if the dude sold his Enzo or if he rolled back the fucking miles on his Enzo. I, this really has fucked with my head so hard right now. Yeah. I, I have no idea. And... I had no respect for the brand already because of all the shit that they do. I mean, I've seen it and experienced it firsthand. Uh, not like this. I'm not saying that. Just the way they treat their customers and how they make them jump, 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 eat your cookie, and you think you're getting a great deal. I hate that. Yep. But now this is just another level of yeah, shit. Just, just one last thing on this. Shit. One last thing on this. If it was any other car, like a Porsche 918 or whatever, I'm like, you rolled it back 400 miles. I'm like, ah, eh, the car can handle it. We don't, have, we, don't, we don't have that many miles that we can, like, use this car. You're already taking fucking 400 miles, 300 miles away from hey, me. Like, we made two videos on a Ferrari California. Both videos, the cars broke down. Different cars. Completely different cars, dudes. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think it's important that we talk about, you know, the kind of market and, and not, not just Ferrari's market in this fake bubble, but also the auto industry as a whole. I think that that's a very, very interesting topic for us to hop in because there is a bubble. There's a bubble, and, and Alejandro, you mentioned it like eight months ago We already. talked about this a while ago. All these loans, all these loans that car makers Sometime. are giving out, I'm telling you, dude, I went to get my my rolls. And the way I got it was so easy. I was like, huh. And I don't have a great credit. <laughs> I do make the money and have all that shit to back it up, but they didn't ask me for any of that. They were just like, ah, here you go, here's a car. And at that point, I was like, hmm, that was a little too easy. So I dug a little bit into, uh, you know, the books and how everything is looking. And a lot of those loans were failing. And they were sold. And, and you know how the, the, the industry works, Wall Street and I just don't want to complicate everything, but this is the way it looks. You grab a bunch of loans from those cars. You put them together into a bond, right? And then you sell that bond as like, this is a great bond. Everyone in here is going to pay for this car, and you're going to make so much money on it. So the person buying the bond is like, oh, I'm going to be making 5% a year. This is a great, secure investment. Before you know it, half those fucking loans default. Your 5% gets completely destroyed. And everyone's wondering what the hell happened. And those people are starting to return the cars. Once the cars are returned, there's an excessive inventory. That drops down the values. Boop, boop, boop. Ipso facto, uh, all values right. drop but down you, like you a should motherfucker. Mention, you, should mention the, the, you should mention what a subprime loan is and that these are most subprime. This is basically when you have shitty credit. It's, it's when you have shitty credit and you're high risk. You're high yes. risk. No, no, no. But they don't even label them like that. You know what I'm saying? The biggest problem in here is most of these loans, most of the toxic loans that are given – even though they're subprime loans, are not giving us subprime loans. That's the problem. Yeah, yep. yep. they're giving out like this is a fucking strong like thing I'm selling you. This is a strong financial instrument I'm selling you, and they're not. There's a lot of faulty uh, 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 customers out there yeah. that just can't make their payments and, on and the that's... car that they bought, and that's also part of the big. Listen, how many people are buying cars right now, and how many cars are out there over sticker? That value doesn't exist, okay? Over sticker doesn't exist. So there's people taking loans on cars that are worth $200,000 when they come out. They buy it at three hundred and twenty, and then they default on the loan at three twenty. That's what the bank owes, right? Three twenty. So now the bank is like, fuck, how am I going to get three twenty? I need to fucking sell this immediately. Dump it. Dump it. You're going to dump <clears> it. The car was $200,000. Guess what, homie? You're going to get one eighty. What's going to – I mean, it's a very simple the, – the, 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 core, the core of it is, is, the way that we, uh, is the way that we use cars now. 
You know, we, we have become a society where we take in cars as commodities rather than necessities. So we're turning over, yep. we're turning over cars just as fast as we are iPhones. And that's, that's a bad thing. So there's more loans out there. There's more credit being put out there. Everybody's taking more risk because they want to be in the newest and biggest and best thing. And I want to cover a couple of data points. And this information comes from the street.com. Uh, losses for subprime auto loans annualized are at 9.1% in January. And that's the worst it's been since 2010. And if you guys remember, that was the last time we had a big recession. Uh, more than 6 million U.S. consumers are at least 90 days late on their car loan repayments. That, I mean, that's that, another that big just one. shows you right there. We're at that, bu- we're yeah. at that bubble already. Come on. The third, the, third point that I, the third and final point I want to make is that the U.S. finished last year with about $1.2 trillion in outstanding auto loan debt. That's up 9% from the previous year and 13% higher than pre-crisis peak in 2005. Oh, my God. Wait, wait. wait what was oh, it? my the last, the last, God. The last line? Uh, it, it's up 9% from the previous year and 13% higher than pre-crisis oh. risk peak in 2005 when the inflation-adjusted terms, according to Department of Transportation Did you notice data. no one talks about this? No, I mean... No, you can't like talk a, about it because yeah. it's, it's not good business to say, you know, I give loans, but everyone's defaulting on their loans. I sell cars because we have that. I mean, it's part of our, you know, yeah. that's what we do. Business idea. We go to the banks and go, look, this is coming. We'll buy all... <laughs> We'll buy all the stuff you repo here, and you here, can't get Here's a business idea. <laughs> State cash, homie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Guess what your boy did? Stayed cash. Cash oh! me outside. Cash me outside. Cash me outside. So just getting ready to add some crazy shit when this hits completely because it hasn't really affected the uh, all markets. It starts always from the top, guys. This is why it takes so long for everyone to see it. It starts from the private planes, the yachts, the mega apartments, and then it trickles into the supercars, hypercars, those. Then it goes into supercars, and then the fuck the you Honda comes. And the- Once the Honda Accords and those guys get affected by this, that's when the real shit. Yeah, of course, and 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 we're down. and we're gonna see a big impact this week alone. I mean, CNN the Money bet. already posted oh, posted today. today, and you you sent yeah. that over, Farshad. The rates are going to rise today. So anybody with with credit cards, auto loans, mortgages, everybody's going to be affected. I don't know if it's going to impact this week, but it, over the over the next quarter, it, we're going to see a drastic impact. And you know, this well, is going to lead to well. This. It won't affect anything today because it's the fifteenth that people get paid. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Tell them right now, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then tax refunds kind of yeah. hold them off to the end of the quarter, and then boom. Actually, I didn't even think about that. Bubble, that's actually good. Bubble that's actually burst. Good. That's actually I'm, really I'm good timing. It, this summer, I'll be shopping. <laughs> Left Shop and cash, right, cash yeah, outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, I think so, so, th- so I, 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 I agree with the same statements that you made months ago. This, this bubble is about to burst. It's not looking good. Um, there, you know, Trump is making his way to Detroit. He's, he's trying to encourage, you know, auto sales within the U.S. But I, unfortunately, I don't think that that's going to happen. It's well, gonna, he's, he's encouraging. So we're, we're hopping. Can we brand this as a brand new segment? Of course, yeah, let's hop right into topic? the next, se- next okay. segment. Yeah. Um, that would be Trump in, in the automotive industry, right? Yes, yes. And people think, oh, this is great, Trump's... And, and listen, I have no opinion on any politician whatsoever. I don't care. I'm just talking about what they're doing, okay? Uh, they're saying this is a great idea. Trump's bringing all the uh, car makers back in here, and we're going to build the cars and everything. That sounds fucking awesome. Good for America. We got more jobs. Better economy. That's what everyone better, thinks, better right? Better traction control and Mustangs. <laughs> That's what everyone thinks at this point. <laughs> But the reality is if you're just building the cars here and you're not letting these companies go around and just like produce the cars in lower and cheaper areas, then you're affecting their sales because their prices increase, homie. Unless you're giving them the most insane tax benefits in the world, you got to pay these employees minimum wage, which minimum wage is fucking going up. Yeah. Every day you got to pay them benefits. You got to pay you got to pay them you got to give them insurance. You got you got to give them everything. This, and I'm that. not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying you just have to be realistic. You're making these cars in the U.S. that were designed to be sold in Mexico and Latin America, like the cheaper cars, and you're making them here. Yeah. How are they going to afford those cars in Mexico? How are they going to afford right. them even in here with everything that's happening with the economy today? Yep. Or, or, or where we stand in the economy, even though everyone's very confident about buying and everything, that's when everything goes down, right? I mean, the, there's no more than that. Like, you're bringing everything in here for a good reason, but I don't think it'll pay back. It'll pay off in the right way that he's trying. I think you just got to – we just we, – uh, this is my crazy idea too, right? Here here goes yeah. a crazy statement. Just fucking destroy the borders, dude. Why can we just start, like, real commer- like commerce around the world? Global, global commerce. Globalize this fucking thing, dude. I just don't think it's the smartest thing to do. I, I, I really honestly don't think that um, – 
grabbing our manufacturers and saying, you're everything got it has to be made here. Obviously, these companies want to be the most profitable possible. So either one, you're cutting into their profits, which are not going to make them any, an, an, uh, an appealing investment anymore for anyone that wants to invest in them, or you're making the cars so expensive that no one can buy them. Period, right? right? And right. the quality, we all know the quality of American cars is not the greatest in the world. And we all relate it to rental cars here in the US. So people within the US don't want to buy, at least in fancy cities or the bigger cities, they don't want to buy them because they look at them like that. They look down on them. They're like, yeah. it's just a rental car. I don't want to buy this. It's a police Even, car. It's a rental car. It's a- exactly. Exactly. So who's going to pay more? For one of those cars. Well, I, I think I think that Trump is actually trying to help reduce some of the costs that uh, these auto manufacturers are taking on, especially with the fuel efficiency program that Obama put in place uh, several years ago. That's which is, correct. Which uh, is is ultimately going to cost the auto industry two hundred billion dollars just to you know to meet, to, to meet those expectations and those standards. So we'll I, do the breakdown on that. So, How? So so basically, what what they're trying to do is. There's a fuel efficiency standard for auto industries that they have to meet by the year 2025 where their fleet averages, I want to say, 52.5 miles per gallon, or is it 56.5 miles per gallon? So let me, let me just stop you there right yep. there for a second. So that's fleet average, guys. That This is the reason why, for example, someone like Mercedes bought uh, Smart. Smart, so they can average within mm-hmm. their fleet of models their MPGs so, so and qualify for this. So yeah. one AMG, right? Mm-hmm. You have to have 17 smarts. That's right. For the one <laughs> that, AMG. No, no, no. So I'm, like, I'm dead yeah. serious. So yeah. they'll take a loss on those. Yeah, so, so go on. I'm so, sorry. So, so ultimately right now we are uh, – in 2017, we're supposed to be at 32.5 miles per gallon uh, average fleet for – you know per, per company. But all of the auto industry – is pushing back right now because it feels like it's way too aggressive for them. The cost to keep up is is way too aggressive uh, to meet this uh, this Stand. deal, this plan, this standard that is ultimately supposed to save nineteen billion dollars in, in in oil and it's nineteen billion up. barrels of oil per year. Yeah, and we're not that far, like it's coming up. It's 20, sneaking up like really it's sneaking quick. up really quick. And yeah, they're no, nowhere no, no. near. They're, they're, they're nowhere basically near saying everyone goes electric or yeah. fuck you. Yeah, that that's the only way to get that done. I mean, honestly. Yeah. So so if if Trump is able to kind of relieve and and readjust this this policy, I think it's a good thing to be doing for fuel efficiency. I think it's a great thing. I I, I just don't think it needs to be as aggressive, like spread it out a little bit. It's a great thing, like you're saying. It's, yeah. It it just can't be done yeah. so fast. Like I, I agree with you guys, and I think Exxon Mobil agrees with everyone also. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, 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 they're, they're they're sitting there sweating like yeah. They're like, let's, let's extend this shit, guys. Yeah, Come yeah. on. Because on, on, on the, the reality of it, if you know. You guys educated me that. Yeah. Who was the Exxon guy? What is he? What, what role? What role does he play? <laughs> he's the Secretary of State. Okay, he's the Secretary of State. He's the CEO yeah. of Exxon. Yeah, right? he let was. Me, let me do the math. Mm-hmm. Let me do the math. More MPGs, less fuel, less money for Exxon. More MPGs, <laughs> more fuel, more money for Exxon. Not yeah, exactly. And exactly. Oil of course, industry. it makes yeah. it makes yeah. sense. Huh, but if it, if it also creates more jobs in the U.S., I, I think it's a good thing. There, there's a nice balance between everything, and, and it's always hard to find that balance, right? Between how much, how many jobs you're creating and how many people will be able to buy your product without you destroying that company because prices have to yeah. go up. Right, but it, it also if prices are going up because of the uh, the fuel efficiency standards that they're trying to meet, if prices of, are going up on the cars, then I'm hoping that it kind of relieves some of those prices on the cars by backpedaling a little bit. Like, it get, give the consumer a break rather than the prices continue to increase. Like, let's not let's not say, oh, our mar- our margins are much larger now. Because no. we don't have to meet those. Sta- no, yeah. no, no, yeah. no. Trickle, listen, the trickle down the savings. No, we, we have to adjust for inflation, guys. We have to adjust to inflation. We haven't done that yet. I understand that. Like, money's so cheap right now, right. so disgustingly cheap. But that's the problem, that. though. That's the problem, though, is that... There, there is an adjustment for inflation. It's an adjustment on the prices of the actual commodities and the products, but there's not an inflation on people's salaries and the money that they're making and the income. No, that's no, no. the biggest issue. That's, really that's the one thing going down that while is the, everything's going But up. that is the biggest problem because finding that balance, good luck to everyone, dude. I have no answers to that, so I'm just going to leave it yeah. alone. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think, that, I think that that's a little little too far down. Uh, to, to The rabbit hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. we yeah. can't get into yeah, that can't, right now. Can't get into that right now. But uh, if you guys want to get into that, just not. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other thing that I wanted to talk about uh, was the Huracan Performante lap record. Do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about that, or do you want to talk about it in an episode later this week? No, we'll talk about it in an episode later this week. Let's do that. Let's yeah. do that, and let's hop into Far Shots headlines. 
Are you ready, Farsha? I'm always ready. Did you bring it? <clears throat> I did bring it. I, okay. belie- I believe I brought it. I think we're ready. Okay, we're ready? Okay, first one. And that's the end of the episode, guys. No, go ahead. Okay, first one. Porsche confirms Bonkers Cayenne Turbo SE Hybrid with 671 horsepower. Damn. Whoa. This is what I want to know. How much more effort do they have to put in just to get us to 680? Just get me to 680. Why 671? (laughs) Or or they can eliminate one horsepower and give you... 570. Give me, give me even number. Why give me are they, even numbers? Yeah, is that, that's a real question. Why are they throwing the ones? Are they just like making the engine and being like, oh, he turned no, out to no, be No, no, no. Here's 571? the problem. We need to sit down and find out what SUV is out there that has 670 because oh, they're see, targeting that specific SUV to say we're one horsepower better than you. Can you imagine oh. being that SUV? What a, what a oh, piece oh, of shit speak, those guys are. Oh. And by the way, the 671, this is what I want to know. Was it like, we're squeezing everything. Let's squeeze one more horsepower. No, or, Porsche or, style? Yeah, or we got... Guys, for the SS model, we need, or like S plus model, we need another nine, nine, uh, we don't know power. <laughs> okay, this is a, this is a big one, okay? Big news. Infinity hires ex BMW head designer Kareem Habib. Nice. Okay. When they asked Kareem if the design philosophy from BMW will transfer to Infinity, Kareem promised every new Infinity moving forward will allow you to be a douche. Park like an asshole and never use your blinkers. <laughs> he guarantees it. This is one of the main reasons they brought him. Can you imagine if that's really was <laughs> Infinity's yeah, yeah. plan? Yeah. Infinity was like, guys, we really need to get our drivers to not be so boring and yeah, be more yeah. pieces of shit. Yeah. Brentwood is about to be loaded oh, but, with yeah, Infinities. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh, wait, I know, I know you guys. Marcia, do you now feel like you should buy an Infinity no, no, for some I, reason? I've, I've been a huge Infinity fan of oh, a couple of Infinity. Why, Pedro? They're going after him <laughs> yeah, again. I, I know you guys don't, but it's a great way. They're to going do after you again. It's a great way to drive a BMW without being a without having a BMW. Oh. Okay. All right, next one. Ready? Here we go. 2018 Maserati Ghibli facelift caught on spy camera. Already? Yeah. That's good news. We're almost at 399. We are almost <laughs> at a place where they have to be 399. First of all, what the fuck are they going to do with the 2015s, 2016s and 2017s? I don't know. Maserati Maserati has a lot of cars. We're almost there. I did I did, yeah. I did hear that Ferrari is coming up with an entry level vehicle. Maybe they're going to rebadge all of these old Ghiblis. Oh, wait, wait, let's get into that. We're gonna gonna get it. We got. We can save that one. Save that one. Okay. Uh, The Aston Martin Valkyrie is getting a midge mid-engined baby brother. Oh wow! Here's my advice. Finish this one. Finish the Valkyrie. Put some doors. Make sure the cup holders are right. <laughs> Put some blink. Like, just make sure the thing is running. And, and then, then we'll talk about a baby brother, sister, sounds, cousin, wow. what, you know, whatever you want to do. You know bring. what? That sounds yeah. pretty good to me. Right? I like to take it. So the Valkyrie the Valkyrie is the Red Bull. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, and yeah. then the smaller one is going to be the Red Bull Sugar Free. <laughs> <laughs> That's, the Red- hilarious. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> the Sugar Free one. It's like the even smaller cans. Yeah. Anybody? Thank you. Well okay. done. Next one. Trump to announce review of federal MPG rules. Oh, here we go. America will have the most beautiful MPG that ever existed. Without a doubt, we're going to have the most beautiful and longest MPGs you've ever seen without compromising anything. <laughs> what? The, the monkey business that's going to go on with the MPGs and Exxon is going to be incredible. I just, <laughs> I just wonder how, how, like, how much bigger the thing will get like aside from just the mpg like, i mean what? i hope we oh, get an yeah. exxon edition hummer oh, yeah. <laughs> you, oh by the way oh. hummer will come back in a you think heartbeat. you think hummer right now it's like watering at the mouth like oh my god here we go <laughs> okay here we go will hugh jackman make a good enzo ferrari so there's a new enzo ferrari movie coming out that hugh jackman might star in so they asked him they asked you how will you adapt your australian accent to an Italian accent, and he said, "Hey, mate, don't worry about it." <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do good. Uh, can, you ma- can you imagine if Hugh Jackman really said that? Hey, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that would be worth all the. By the way, that would be worth <laughs> everything. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think he's a good choice to play in. So, my, my opinion, I think he is. I think, think, so? I think Hugh Jackman is a man, dude. I think yeah. he'll be great. There, there's nobody that takes on a role as dedicated as Hugh Jackman. I love Hugh Jackman. He goes, yeah. he goes for it. Yeah. 
So he he stars in movies where knives come out of his hand. He yeah. takes I mean, a series. What do you mean he goes? to take one series. The knife have comes you, out of here. Have you ever seen The Illusionist? No. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> what about The Prestige? No, I never seen. I'm that. sorry. That, the Prestige is the one. I'm <laughs> it's sorry. Okay. Thank, I, thank there was a translation that. issue there. Okay. No, no, no. It was a problem and, that both movies came out at the same time. <laughs> okay. And the last one. Yeah. It's actually really good news. So Audi and Lamborghini might build electric supercars. This is especially great news for Lamborghini Aventador owners. No more fires from the exhaust. Wow. <laughs> now, wow. Now, they're just simple electric fires. <laughs> no, no, very no. simple electric fires. They're just explosions. Yeah, man. they're just very simple. Like, like it's a quick, bah, yeah. you catch on fire, you're yeah. dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys love that fucking sound. And that is my headlines for today. Hey, well done. Uh, well done. Good, right? yeah, Enjoyed the headlines. Well Enjoyed the headlines. I have a couple of headlines to add for you, I, and I want you to pick up on the jokes, okay? Okay, okay let's go. Um, here we go. Marcioni wants to boost Ferrari production so that customers don't have to wait so long for their brand sports cars. <laughs> right. He's, right. He, is this a serious yeah. thing? This is a serious thing. He, I only know because I'm looking at it on your computer. He's doing that just because he wants to make more cars. Yeah. He's the dude that they this brought is, in to yeah, make more is, cars. Yeah. I just learned about in the car, you told me that He's he was the head of Fiat and he's in charge of moving units. Yeah, he yeah. moves. He put in a guy in charge of moving units. You know who's going to be really pleased about this? All those guys with the Ferrari collections. You know oh. what? If he didn't focus on moving units and focused on moving owners, Ferrari would be a much better company. <laughs> incredible, right? Incredible, right? If they just didn't do any of the shady monkey business, that'd be incredible. Here, here, what an incredible. Company. Here, here's a quote from him. Customers turned away by Ferrari end up buying Lamborghinis, says CEO. That's a that's a duh. Hang on, you know what? Hang on, you know what that is, right? That's several things in one. That's an insult to Lamborghini, right? Like, oh, you could not get a Ferrari, so like, you buy like, a Lamborghini. Like the crumb, the sloppy second. That is uh, also a compliment to himself. Like, we make the greatest <laughs> car ever. In fact, so great that we can't give it to everyone. <laughs> and then he's announcing that he's going to move more units. Basically, yeah. Yep, that, that, that's, that's incredible. It. One sentence can do three things. Incredible. incredible. You could, hey, I, wish the, Ferrari, I wish the cars would do it. But, but Ferrari has had like that marketing like going on fire forever yeah. until now. Until yeah. now. Now everything's coming out to light because, you know, it's 2017 yeah. and there's iPhones. Last headline for me. Pornhub offering free snowplow service in Boston and New Jersey. God okay, bless them. Is snowplow a porn term that I don't know about? It, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> because if it's good, I'll take it. If it's not good, I don't. I don't. I, I would love to be snowplow. I, I concur with Farsha. Yeah. What is it? Uh, I have I have no idea. I've never snowplowed before. <laughs> should, we, should we do an urban uh, urban dictionary? See what snowplow. You, you want me to look at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to you the guys urban dictionary. I'll yeah. look it up. Go to the snowplow. urban dictionary and look up snowplow. Uh, by the way, the um, I'm so scared of whatever's going to come yeah. up right now. Or on it might screen. be great. That might be great. Uh, 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 um, the other thing about uh, Ferrari that um, Pedro was reading to us in the in the in the car was that now he's saying. Oh, we might consider some sort of SUV. <laughs> they have to do an SUV parking. They and have Pedro, to do an what did SUV. he say? What did he say Hang last on. year? You know, Lamborghini sells about half the cars or a little bit less than half the cars that Ferrari sells, yeah. right? Yeah. With this Lamborghini truck that they're going to come out, with the Huracan, the way it's coming out, the yeah. Performante, all yeah. that shit, how do you think they're going to do? And can I also tell you, how many models does Lamborghini make compared to Ferrari oh, right, right now? now? So right now it's two. Two cars. And then you add the Urus, that's three cars. That'll be only three cars, whereas Ferrari yeah. has the FF, the F12, the four, 488, the 488 California. Spider, the California, uh, the LaFerrari, the TDF. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you you name the him, Ghibli. dude. The <laughs> Ghibli. The Ghibli now. <laughs> technically, technically, yes. But Is there no. a snowplow urban? Guys, I have an term? update on sn- snowplow. And uh, Francesca, I'm going to ask you to put on your earmuffs, please. Here we go. As she <laughs> squeezes tighter her headphones. <laughs> should, should I read this like a dad? Yes, yes. please. When you're banging a girl from behind, she's holding on to the headboard, and you knock her arms out from under her. Her head then plows into the headboard, just like a snowplow hits the road. <laughs> oh, my God. For, exa- for example, dude, I just snowplowed this chick last night. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, my Wait. God. I love that there's a name for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like an accident. Hey, you don't you, do that on purpose. Hey, I know that uh, Pornhub did this, like, did like a... No, what do you think? Pornhub. <laughs> oh, God sorry. bless there, him, there's actually There's actually an alternative de- definition. Um, it's, it's, it's the same meaning, but it's just phrased differently. Okay. While giving anal sex to a girl in doggy-style position, you kick out her arms, but don't break them so she falls on her face. 
She had then put her arms around her face, and you had pushed around the room like a snowplow. <laughs> oh my God! What? Who does? Who, yeah, who's doing this? And where, you, can I, and where can I find that on Pornhub? <laughs> can I find this on Pornhub? Something tells me you can't. <laughs> okay. Something yeah, tells so, me you can't. So basically, what's happening is with with what Pornhub's offering, the free snowplow service in in the East Coast. Basically, people are now going to go and Google Snowplow <laughs> right. Pornhub. Of course, of course. And the results are not going to be this active service. Right, Pornhub right. and then Plow. <laughs> yeah. Period. By the way, I will tell you this. I'm going to refuse this. I do not want to get Snowplow. No, thank you, no, Pornhub. No. On this one, no, I don't no, no, want no, to. No, 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 no. Snowplow. Yeah, no Snowplow. No, 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 no. But thank you for doing it. Yeah. You're welcome. So with, with, with that said... Uh, that's it for today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Uh, there are so many ways to connect with us, one being through Salamanja.com. The memberships on the site allow us to continue to do this show and provide you with fun, ridiculous, and sometimes informative content. Thanks so much for all the amazing topics and questions that you've sent our way. Uh, thank you for being dedicated and loyal listeners and supporters, supporters. So please don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow Francesco on Instagram. You can also email us at hitatpedro at gmail.com. Thanks again, guys. I'm Pedro. That's Farshad, and you know Alejandro. Until and- next week. See ya! <laughs> <laughs>